Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Alright, hello everyone and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. I'm your host, as always, Chris Platty. This is episode 3 of the mini-series within Strictly Hip Hop called The Local Artist and bringing on the set, one of the biggest artists in my community right now, Sino. Sino, how you doing? I'm fine, how are you? And thank you for that. That, that really, that's honoring. Yeah, that. no problem, man, no problem. Uh, so, I've, I've known about Sino for a long time and so I want to just clear the air off the top. I've gotten messages from you know parts of his green team which is his affiliate affiliate um and the reason why i had sino on first is because sino's the only one that i ex- had an exclusive relationship with like i i know him i've talked to him on several occasions so he's really the one i i knew i i didn't have any conversation with any of the other people until a couple of days ago and so it takes a lot of prep work that's involved so it's no disrespect to any of the green team i actually listened to some of you guys' music uh, Sino's music I'm mostly familiar with just through uh, just through Kalo and other friends like Josh Munn who've showed me. So uh, that's that's why Sino's on here first. But um, as far as the rest of the green team, you guys are always welcome to. And I've actually talked to some of you guys since, so everything's good. All right, so now let's get to Sino, the that's man of the see. hour. All right, guys. So Sino, tell us where tell us where you started, how you started. Hmm. Be honest, music has always really been a big part of my my life. Like I remember, fucking my mom bought me a Jay Z cassette when I was for my sixth birthday. It was Hard Knock Life Volume Two. She bought me that for my birthday. I remember that it was at Chuck E. Cheese, and that was the craziest shit ever. Cause I asked her for it, and she actually got it for me. Cause at first she was like, "No." Cause I remember I remember a lot of shit. Like I'm older than most of these people out here, so like I've I've I like. I lived through the the young Jay Z. I was young when Jay Z was big, and I lived through like Tupac and all that. I remember all this shit because my dad used to play Tupac all the time, like California Love. I remember seeing that video when I was a child. So, to be honest though, I think Jay Z played a big part of me wanting to rap when I was younger because I was like, damn, the music is cool. Because I remember I met my stepbrothers when I was eleven years old, and we started rapping. I remember my first uh, writing my first rap. I had to save somewhere, but I don't remember it. When I was 12 years old, I remember writing that, and me and my brothers, we had a group called Special Deal, my two older brothers. My brothers are three years older than me and four years older than me, but, like, yeah, we had a fucking group called Special Deal. And then when I was a... I went to Mount Clemens my whole life. I didn't really rap throughout Mount Clemens and whatnot, but I went to Lance Cruz in ninth grade, and my brother was three grades above me, and then fucking we made a group <laughs> and at school called HTP Click. <laughs> and we made, I remember we started, it's funny, because the first song we ever made was a diss to these girls that we like hung out with because they said they were going to make a song about us. <laughs> it was funny, like everybody in the school literally listened to it. This girl brought it to school the next day on the iPod and played it for everybody at lunch. I remember this, and then fucking the girls that we made the song about, they started crying, but like, it wasn't, you know, we weren't trying to hurt their feelings. We were best, we were good friends with them, and we just thought, you know, we thought they were going to make a song about us to be joking around, so we did the same before them, though, because we heard that they were going to make a song about us because they told one of our friends that they were trying to record at his house, but yeah. And then, from then on, I just... You I just I, fell in love with it? Yeah, I love, I mean, yeah, for sure. 
but then I didn't I didn't really take it serious until about probably like 2010 I graduated I met G I knew Theron like I told you I knew Theron since he was in like eighth grade but he didn't rap or nothing so I didn't know he was like I didn't know he had it in him I met GT in like 2010 maybe t the beginning of 2011 we didn't really fuck with each other like that at first like it was like, it was it was a joking thing like we were because I I rap with my cousin Delon and my friend Tom Cousins and my buddy Logan Hilligus and my buddy Randy, my best friends, we rap together. We called ourselves a team. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Theron and GT and Marco and Dylan and Jeremy, they had a, they were called the Green Kids and whatnot. And, like, I wasn't I wasn't in the Green Kids, so I actually made a diss song about them before. Theron's the only <laughs> one who ever caught it. He's the only one who ever said anything to me about it. Like, yeah, I remember you dissed us, man. That was fucked up. And I was like, whoa, you heard that? Like, you knew I was dissing you because it wasn't. I didn't make it apparent, but yeah, it was a diss to him and whatnot. But then Theron knew that, but me and GT, I mean, we all hung out at parties and whatnot, like I told you again, but we didn't really like want to rap together and whatnot. But then me and GT made a song to Wiz Khalifa's California. I think that's the name of the song. I just want to ride in my ride with the top oh, okay, down. Yeah. Me and GT made a song to that called Mona Lisa, and that was the first song we ever did together. And then from then on, it was Marco's basement. <laughs> every weekend, every day, we would just be in Marco's basement writing raps and making songs. I made a, my first mixtape in like 2013. It was called Swisher Tales. It was it was pretty well received around here, honestly. Like it was fucking trending on Twitter around here. I remember that because everybody went out the morning I released yeah. it. Every, all, everybody was waiting years for me to put out a mixtape because everybody knew I could rap and whatnot. Like I made music. I have some old songs up still, like on fucking MySpace. I have. <laughs> My oldest song on my SoundCloud it has no plays, by the way. But uh, <laughs> it is. It's, yeah, it's, you didn't even give yourself a play. <laughs> no, I used to listen to it. my buddies used to listen to it, of course. But yeah. I mean, it has like fucking four hundred. That's it. But uh, like, it was my first song. I put that up. That's probably like that's my oldest song on SoundCloud. It's probably like from twenty twelve. I want to say it's called wow. M Plus. Wow. All right. So so you talked about how you formed the Green Team, right? Uh, that was that was how you guys all formed throughout throughout that process you just spoke of. And then the first mixtape. So after the first mixtape, what was what was the next step for you? What did you feel like was the next step? Just more music or something in particular? Um, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you asked somebody like about putting out like just putting out shit like and not like really taking time or whatever. I think yeah. it was Nick Hills and uh, Chris Adams yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. was theirs. But like at that point, once I put out that mixtape and everybody started fucking with it, I just honestly I had an iPad. I was making music on an iPad and I had wow. my own iPad, so I could do it wherever I wanted to yeah. or whatever. I was making music all the time, putting shit out. Like, I put out another mixtape later that year, I want to say. And that, that one was called Grass Shit. It was pretty, everybody loved that too, but I honestly took all those mixtapes down since then. And I put out, after, after Grass Shit, I put out another one called BLB, and that was 2014 by the time I put that out. I wanted, the end of 2014, yeah, it was like November, I want to say, 2014, I put that out. That was pretty, pretty good yeah. as well. Yeah, because I know, um, I I had always known since I want to say like tenth grade year, so like four years ago for me, um, I had heard that you that you rap just through like friends like Kalo and such. Um, shout out to Kalo, he's a friend of the podcast. Yeah, shout out to my nigga Kalo. Yeah, him. he's he's a good dude. He's a good <laughs> dude. Um, he's gonna be on some podcasts soon. We already talked. So I talked to him about it, and he showed me he showed me some of your guys' stuff, and like he he always still to this day shows me stuff. So that's kind of how I how I got introduced to you. But I've always known 
for 10th grade. So that would have been the year you graduate, right? Because that would have been, I think, 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, the, that was the year you graduated, uh, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. And so I, I had always known your stuff for, for the longest time. And then in doing this podcast, like I wanted to go back and, and do uh, some prep work mm-hmm. for it, you know, and listen to your old stuff. But um, a lot of your old stuff, I didn't get the chance. To, I didn't get the chance to listen to because, like you said, you took it down. Uh, yeah. What was the thought process behind that? To just take it down. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't. I mean, they weren't bad songs, but I just didn't want to have people hear those and be like, "Oh, well, this type of music Ceno makes." Because I you didn't want to be judged off that off those, right? For sure, for yeah. sure. And because another thing is because they weren't in like studio quality, like. Okay. settings and whatnot i made it on my ipad like i said and yeah like i would honestly wish i would have just saved all that music that i wrote because i wrote so much shit back in the day i still have yeah. it all on my iphone because i still have i wrote it all in my notes and that shit's been passed on from phone to phone so i still have fucking raps from like 2012 <laughs> to be honest but i wish i would have saved all that shit so i just would have recorded in the studio so that shit would have been crispy okay. <laughs> illustrate but not to my standards like yeah, not yeah. what i want to do now Fuck okay <laughs> So yeah, so um, then then it kind of like I had always known you rapped, uh, didn't follow you religiously, uh, but I I had always known you rapped, and then uh, that changed when. How long ago did you drop the uh, ET tape? Uh, ET, what? I just dropped that in March. Yeah, in March. Okay, March. so that's kind of when I picked back up. Um, that's kind of when I picked back up on you. Was that was that tape? I listened to that. I liked a lot of that. Um, Thank and. You. So with the with the whole green team, like I gotta ask because I'm somebody who I know of them, but I don't know like how you guys how you guys operate, how you guys work together. Uh, so what is that relationship like between you guys? Like, do you guys always do you guys always work together, or is it uh, just like a lot of you guys are solo? Like, what do you what are you trying to do? Uh, I mean, well, at this point, to be honest, I wouldn't be able to tell you because there's not really a green team. Okay, there's not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we were close and whatnot yeah like we would fucking every day me and darren and gt would chill and smoke and listen to some beats or something and then me and darren would gain our ideas off of that and just like go from there like we kick it we kick it a lot to be honest and gt would play us beats and then we just like have them send us the beat basically like it's i don't know there's different creative processes like we go through and me i'd rather just like get a beat and listen to it for a couple weeks and then like just think of ideas and whatnot before I just start re- re- like really writing. I'll try to I'll listen to a beat, think about like what type of song it sounds like. Like, oh, mm-hmm. is this like a fucking club song or is this a smoking song or is this something yeah. like for the women? Yeah, can't like get that. the vibe of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't. E- I didn't even know that. I didn't know like how you guys how you guys are now. So it's like it's not like a personal thing. It's like you guys all just kind of went your separate ways. Yeah. Like, basically. In terms of solo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I see Theron every day. We work together. That's still my my fucking best friend. Yeah. I was gonna say I seen you on uh, um, Theron's tape, which I listened to. I listened to uh, a long time ago, but I only listened to it once, so mm-hmm. can't really make a judgment off of it. But I, I liked a lot of what I heard, and I believe you're on that, right? Yeah. You're. I, I heard that track. Uh, what's it called? I can't. I am blanking There's out right now. There's a few of them. I'm on FaceTime. I'm on Undress. Oh, Undress was the one I heard. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. So now that you're okay, so let's fast forward to where you are now. Is there a is is there is there an idea? Actually, you know what? No, let's not go there. Let's talk about let's talk about this. So. 
I talk I talk with all the local artists that come on here. So since you listen to the podcast, you know about this. Uh, yeah. How do you how do you feel about the local community? Because I feel like that's a very important question. I feel like every time I get different answers. How do you feel about like not only like the local like hip hop community in terms of like the artists around here that make music, but also just the people around here. I like uh, to be honest. I fuck with everybody. I like I like people who fucking that are actually trying to do this shit. Like like my nigga Colin, aka Coco Pone, Colin Meister. That's my fucking nigga. Uh, Damaris Ferrari Frankie. That's him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like I've been telling them niggas to rap forever, and finally, like them niggas like are actually trying. Yeah, they're trying I, like, to do I it. fucks with Josh Munn. I know we had our fucking problems and whatnot. Yeah, and that's my nigga still. We talked recently and whatnot, so we're all straight and whatnot. Everybody was trying to say we were beefing. I mean, we were. I'm not gonna lie, we were going at it for a second, and it was nothing. It was nothing really against him. I'm, I'll take the full blame for that, to be honest, because I, I was tweeting some shit a while ago, and he got like he, he got offended by it, and I didn't reassure him really that I wasn't like trying to throw shots at him. I tweeted, I was like, um, yeah, who's like? I was like, nobody's really fucking with me and my team, and I shouted out like this other guy called Jake Spade. He. Lives mm. in fucking Miami now. Shout out to Jake Spade. That's my nigga still. Um, I shouted them out, basically, and I didn't mention Josh or nothing like that. And he, I remember he quoted and he tweeted something back at me. And, like, he wasn't, like, like he wasn't, like, we weren't fighting at that point or whatnot. But, right. like, he said something to me, and, like, I, I just tweeted LOL or something, like, back to him. I remember this. And then, fucking, I didn't, but, like, I wasn't, like, trying to be a dick or nothing like that to him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take the full blame for that. And whatnot, but I fucks with Josh. Like, he's gotten a lot better since then. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I said. I mean, when I even when I made Jumpman, I didn't really have any problems with them. To be honest, yeah. the Jumpman remix. I don't know if you heard that where I dissed him. Uh, no, I didn't. I only heard the um, the one from Josh, the mm-hmm. Christy Mac. The yeah. one. Um, I'm gonna delete the Jumpman by the way, cause yeah. I mean, I, I ain't no point in dissing nobody, especially somebody. Yeah. I mean, I did two shows with Josh. I fucks with Josh yeah. like. I had no problem. We come from the same place. My only... See, look, I don't have no problem with Josh, like I said, but my only problem with anybody local is, like, we all live within, like, 10 minutes of each other. Like, let's right. fucking chill, smoke a blunt. Like, even... Let's collaborate, yeah. Yeah, like, like let's, let's chill, vibe each, off each other, fucking make a song together, let's kick it. Like, I'd rather be somebody's friend before I make music with them. That's how I feel. Yeah. And, like, it's not like I ever like I ever tried to, like, reach out to Josh and he didn't, like, want to hang out with, like, because that nigga was always down to kick it with me low-key. Like, whenever I text him to see what he was doing any weekend, he'd be like, what's good? Like, come chill or whatever. And sometimes I wouldn't just be able to, I wouldn't just go chill, to be honest, but I'd rather be a friend with somebody before I, like, try to make a music with them and, like, make it with them or some shit like that. Yeah, and that's part of this podcast is, like, I want to bring on, like, all the, all the local artists that are, like, that are doing things and that I think have the potential to do things and, like, kind of bring them all together type of thing so like that's part of the goal with this podcast is uh is to kind of bring all the local artists and get a sense for that like producers artists any anything anyone that's involved in hip-hop um still trying to reach out to my boy will wade he's going ghost oh oh my god that's my, his fucking older brother is my best friend really randy the one i said earlier randy okay. wade yep <laughs> i love will he makes a lot of my beats i got a lot of his beats in the stash yeah. that he probably doesn't think i'm gonna use but will don't worry they're going on the album yeah <laughs> Shout out to Will too, because he's also in the process of making the um, intro beats for for both my podcast series, the NBA, and hey. for this one, the hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> Will Wade. Yeah, yep. Will Will's a good dude. Will made one of Theron's, uh beats. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, no, I I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, he made one of Theron's beats on the tape. Yeah, I know. I know that Will made some beats for for you. Mm-hmm. I'd heard that. Um, yeah. 
I heard that through. I think Colin. Uh, Colin Popa. Yeah, Colin yeah. Popa. Yeah. Shout out him too. Yeah, he's he's a good dude too. All right, so so I talked about this with other artists too. Um, the the marketing aspect. Do you how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel it's very difficult, or do you feel it's something that that you're learning, or that it's definitely something I'm learning. I I used to think it was difficult, but now that I fucking really sat down and thought about like. Like I said, me and Theron, we didn't take this fucking rapping shit serious until like, until we met Mike Eatman, and that was the end of twenty what fourteen I want to say when we made, okay. or that might have been yeah. That was the end of twenty fourteen when we made fucking bitches and we the first time we went to the studio like we were like okay yeah this is like this is quality we need to go to studios and like we just like start doing shows and like really like putting trying to put ourselves out there and like we haven't I'm actually gonna finally fucking make a fucking my first music video in two weeks now but like i never really like i don't know i never really wanted to make a video up until recently because i just feel like i wanted to wait until like until so I, you had something that was really like, yeah yeah until i had something that i was really sure about that i really i like i've had plenty of ideas for videos and shit like that. i could probably direct a video to be honest because i have some crazy ass ideas for some songs or some of my videos that would probably be sick but i never to be honest i just wanted like I want to wait until I'm, until I'm a little more known to make a video so I can, mm-hmm. like, get, like, a really fucking... I want to have a lot of money by then so right. I can have a real dope fucking director and whatnot. I don't want to just make any video. Right, yeah. To be honest, because I want to I wanna make some crazy shit. Yeah, because it's funny how, like, uh, that used to be, like, five years ago, that used to be the thing was, like, you got popping off of videos. And it's yeah. still it still kind of is, like, for some people. But for a lot of people, they don't they don't make a lot of videos anymore. Like yeah. they just kind of put the music out and the music is what it is. And yeah, then, they, then you, from there you got to promote your music. I don't really try to yeah. promote my shit. Like I haven't put a mixtape on that pip since I put a mixtape out last year called uh be more. I haven't put a mixtape out since. Okay. On like, a, I haven't promoted a mixtape since then to be honest. And I barely even promoted that. I just paid for, like to have it on the front page for like a day or whatever. But that was about it. That I need to, like, I just really need to sit down and fucking and pull work myself that. up. That's why I'm just, like, working on the shitload of music right now. And I'm just going to keep some shit in the stash. I'm going to do some shit on the low. And make some moves on the low. I'm not saying shit no more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No promises now, right? <laughs> no promises. <laughs> You're good. Um, so, so, actually, I wanted to follow up. That was what I was forgetting is um, I wanted to do a follow-up question about the the whole beef thing real quick and just because i feel it's it, i feel it's okay to ask this because it, i know both of you josh i've known for a very long time and i'm very close with um but now that you guys are both like past that stage like do you feel like i mean because hey it's your first official rap beef right like <laughs> like so yeah actually no so, so what not. do you feel you <laughs> what do you feel you learned from it um um just fucking like, let people know how you feel, because, like I said, he probably didn't know that I wasn't, like, trying to, like, really, like, go at him like that. I wasn't trying to hold him like that when I made that tweet or whatnot, but, like, and like I said, I fucked with Josh. We come from the same place. Like, we're both from Mount Clemens. That's another okay. reason, like, we ain't no reason for us to be beefing with each other when we come from the same place. When we live by each other, we both trying to accomplish the same thing. We might as well work together. Right. We did two shows together. Like I said, we kicked it before. He's cool as fuck. That's my nigga. Like, just basically... Just, like, tell people how you feel, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, I mean, look, I mean, Twitter's only 140 characters. Everything can get taken out of context, especially. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. 
So, yeah, so you just feel like if you would have been more clear and clarified what you meant, then you think that it mm. all could have been avoided, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but me, I'm, I'm stubborn. I'm a fucking Leo. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, that's another thing. I need to stop being such a fucking light-skinned Leo. <laughs> but, I mean, these are things you learn from, you know? Yeah, so for sure. For it's something sure. you, you kind of take with a grain of salt. And it was kind of cool. <laughs> It was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to be involved in a rap beef, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With somebody who actually takes rap serious. Like yeah. I said, that's why I fucks with Josh. He takes his shit serious, and, like, that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of fun, because, I mean, look, like, let's face it, you two are, at least in my opinion, from what I know, um, now that I'm starting to get involved in the local scene, is that it you two are definitely, I would say, like, the two biggest names around here. Like, the, you guys are the two guys that I, that I firsthand know of the most, like, around here mm-hmm. i mean according to soundcloud and everything like you guys are getting the most plays around here you guys are you guys are doing the most around here so it was kind of like it was kind of like you know like our version of you know fucking like like jay jay z or 50 said ja rule or something you know what i'm saying 50 and ja the, the, H, the htp us, 50 cent you could at least ja give us jay z and Nas cause i mean uh, ja right, yeah. was ass and 50 was yeah that's those. true that's true that's true yeah all right all right so so we'll, we'll we'll go with Hov and Nas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now before we get out of here, I want to talk with you future plans. Um. So I've listened to your music. I've listened to a bunch of it. Like like again, doing the, doing the research for the podcast and stuff. Like I wanted to go in and dive into some of the music that I hadn't heard from you yet. Yeah. And so when I did that, my takeaway was that definitely like you sound comfortable on the mic and everything and like you can flow you got you can write you're very topical at times too i think which is which is something that's like unique for for a local artist like especially in their early stages to be able to keep one concept or one topic throughout a song um so but i don't really see you experimenting with too many melodies why is that is that just something you're not comfortable with or that's actually something I've just became comfortable with. Like I, like I told you the other day, I'm working on. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to put out at least three mixtapes before I put out the album next year. I'm not gonna put the album to next year for sure. And that's yeah. gonna be on iTunes and shit. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna like. I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna be an R&B artist too. <laughs> so I'm gonna do some other. Y'all gonna hear a lot of shit from me. A lot of different type of shit from me coming up for sure. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's cool. Like, cause I mean. You know how it is nowadays. I mean, we both know music very well. Like, and you especially know know hip hop very well. Uh, you know that you can't, can't you can't get a platinum flag without no melody. <laughs> yeah, that's Cole, very yeah. true. <laughs> very true. So yeah, so was that something you just weren't feeling? You weren't confident in yourself, or you just you just weren't interested in it? And you just said, "I don't need to do that." Like, what I'm doing sounds better than like a melody that I can do. What I'll was the thought s- behind it? I'll probably say I probably wasn't. 100% comfortable. Okay. For sure. For sure. I mean, I always thought in my head that I, I've always listened to R&B music too. Right. And I love melodies and I love, like 50 Cent, he had incredible melodies. Yeah. To be honest, Drake has incredible melodies. Drake's my favorite artist right now probably. Yeah, I mean, Drake Drake does have incredible melodies. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa's actually really, I think, if you want to talk like development, like he's really developed in that area. For sure, for sure. Like com- listening to his first Consistent music. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's good. He's a good artist. Um, yeah. No, yeah, so like I think my, I guess, advice would, to you would be like just to like keep pushing the boundaries type thing, like keep experimenting sure. with melodies and stuff and, and kind of see where it's at. Because like I feel 
I feel like um, the hardest part for a local artist, and this goes for any local artist, and I don't feel many have found it yet, is that um, they got to find like that their one little niche within music. Like, yep. yep. Like uh, I talked to Nikhil and Chris about this, and like I don't feel like um, I don't feel like they've really found it necessarily yet. Um, I think they're on the verge of it, and Josh, I think, is on the verge of finding his. Oh yeah. Because you know I he's he's, with, I, he's I starting to he's starting to develop a consistent sound. Um, so I think he's on the process of developing a niche. And I think that's, that's really like the next step. And that goes towards branding and marketing too, is that you're known for that style. Like how many people know Drake for his style, right? Like it's, you know, like every artist has, every of the big artists have their own style that like yeah. kind of separates them and is able to kind of push them into the mainstream in that, in that aspect. So. By the way, I think Nick Hill is dope as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick Hill, Nick Hill is a homie. I had talked to him on the regular uh, at least a couple times a week. He's a real good dude. Uh, talked to him yesterday, matter of fact. Talked about some podcast stuff and just just life in general. He's a, he's a good dude. Um, so shout out to Nick Hill. He's going to be back on a podcast soon for sure. I need, uh, to, I need to be here. <laughs> yeah. All right, for sure, for sure. Because I know you know hip-hop too, so like you can come on a hip-hop one where it's not just, well, you ain't just the rapper. You <laughs> Thank <the>, you. <laughs> You're the critic, you know. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. All right. about basketball. Shout out Brian Brown. <laughs> hey man, Brian got it done. <laughs> and Kyrie, you can't yeah. doubt that. <laughs> you can't doubt that at all, dude. He's not sweating Kalani one minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get out of here, uh, you you talked about the three future tapes and, and the album. What uh, do you have any like release dates? Any expectations? Like. Anything you want to tease about it, like maybe maybe like I'm doing this or I'm doing that, you know, anything? Oh, me and my brother, that one guy, CJ, that's his uh, Twitter name and his uh, SoundCloud name, we're shooting a video to our song Cold Little Bitch in two weeks. And also we're going to do a joint mixtape, and that's going to come out, um, I'd say, before October. But before October, I'm going to drop a mixtape in August. And then before, I'd say... Before March, I'm gonna drop some some shit for the ladies, <laughs> and then one more, probably another EP, and then the album next spring, summer latest. Okay, all right. So it sounds like you got it all planned out. You got like seven projects planned before you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe seven, cause me and never mind. I'm not gonna say who else. Me, me, me and somebody else might do some some joint shit too. All well. right, cool. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, Sino, it's been great having you on the podcast. Thank you, my brother. I'll see you nice. soon. Thank you. Uh, all right. Take care, man. And for those of you that don't know about my podcast, and maybe it's your first time listening because you're hearing through Sino, I do Strictly Hip Hop, which is a series where I cover current projects and old projects, like classics that everybody loves. You know, I got some classics coming out that are in the works that are being recorded. I also talk about just like debates and like philosophical talk, like, you know, top fives, uh, like streaming services is one I'm going to get on soon, uh, ghostwriting, all, all these kinds of issues that are in hip-hop. And then I also do NBA. For those of you that are NBA fans, I do. I talk about not only just like the X's and O's and the day-by-day stuff that happens, but I also, again, do that more of a philosophical and like, and like debatable topic, such as you know top fives, comparing eras, ranking dynasties, all stuff that's coming this summer. So Stay tuned, and you can find it all on my Twitter, which is chrispy1132. That's my Twitter handle. You'll find a link to my stuff on Podbean. And if you are, if you have an iPhone, 
it will be much easier for you to subscribe on iTunes, which again will be on my Twitter handle, C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132. This is Strictly Hip Hop, and this is Local Artist Episode 3 with Sino. Thanks for tuning in.